0: You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and Americanamusicmagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Den of Ashes, the grandson of 50s era country and western entertainers John and Texas Peggy Clemens, comes from a long line of Western music tradition. For his new CD, California, Ash says, if you skipped the needle forward 50 years, this is what Western music would be. In this edition of Americana Music Profiles, we talked to Ash about the history of his grandparents' music, Ash's career, and what his new CD means for Western music. Hi, Ash. Welcome to the podcast. We were talking a little bit uh, offline before we got started, and uh, you, you've got a pretty, uh, pretty good history of uh, music yourself and, and uh, you cutting your teeth as a musician, uh, as well as the history from your grandparents, right?
1: You're, you're absolutely right. And yeah, I, I grew up with the basis of the New York folklore. Okay, as well, you yeah, know, you're right, sure. now the folk music as well. came out of Woodstock. Uh, there was a lot of root stuff happening, obviously at that point. The moving to Virginia was uh, you know, it was a culture shock yeah, from New York, <laughs> I'm sure, but. But that music leaves an impression on you. Just the same thing as the Fiddler's Convention and Galax. Yeah. You get all of the incredible people, you know, and these people just work on the farms all day long. And you get this whole other avenue of music and respect for that. And then you get the influence where Roanoke is in the, you know, Southwest Virginia, even as far as like Harrisonburg. Look, you know, I just saw Bruce Hornsby this past weekend. Yeah. And, you know, he's a tide, he's a tidewater boy. Right. And, and Wayne cooley has been his engineer. I went to high school with Wayne, and it's just you know, it, there's there is definitely a basis in that music that sticks with you. My, you know, I I thought that was a fantastic place to be. So you're absolutely right. It is a hotbed for people that really want that influence. Yeah, it's really interesting. You know, I take a look at my grandparents' legacy. You know, and they were when they were touring. You know, nineteen thirty thirty nine through the 40s and early 50s. And, you know, they, they had traveled all 48 states, um, you know, because obviously Alaska and Hawaii were not states. Right, at that point. yeah, yeah. And, you know, they had they had a Packard and they had a Vagabond trailer. And I've got a world of archives of their photographs from all of their tours and journeys. Wow. And it's like the, the, you know, and a lot of the Western, they were much more Western than they were country. But remember, country was focused at that point as well.
0: Right, poor right. people's music. You
1: right, know, they, sure. they would tour with the. They would. They would. Everybody had their own tours, but they would definitely sync up. And you know, my grandparents would would share the stage with the Carters, and they were actually Mother Maybelle was really good friends with my grandmother. Wow, that's a cool. Textured with my grandfather. Yeah, so I grew up with that. With that whole, just the basis of these entertainment people as a kid. Right when they came off the road, they opened a hotel in upstate New York, and catered to all of their touring and entertainment socialite friends. So I got wow. to meet many of them growing up. Wow, that's cool. And, uh, it was it was it was cool when you know I, I Johnny Cash when he was alive, Beck's first album was out, and Beck opened for Johnny Cash. at Page is here. Huh. And that was before I worked on one of his music videos, but. You know, I, I brought him the autograph he had signed to my grandmother. He used to stay at my grandparents' hotel. Wow. And he says, yeah, I remember old Peg, and her name was Texas Peggy. And he and he <laughs> and he, 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 he re-signed the autograph to me. Wow, like, that's well, cool. I'm to sign this one. I'll do that. Yeah. And he was standing next to me cracking up. And I was <laughs> like, well, what's so funny? And he said, well, you know what, this guy sent he saw me the very first year I started touring And then brought my the picture I autographed to him Like, you know, 20 years later And I said, well, I already signed it He said, but will you sign it again? <laughs> he said, he just reminded me of that
0: Yeah, wow, that's cool So did, did your experience yeah. with your grandparents uh, is, is that what got you into music? Is that Was that kind of the the, uh, the nesting for you at that point?
1: Well, you know, it, it was it was interesting because I was brought up with it, and it was just one of it was just one of those everyday things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they, they do a lot of the entertainment.
0: yeah.
1: yeah they, they would see a lot of their friends on hee haw. You know, when they came off the road, they, remember they were the first generation, yeah, literally, yeah. yeah. And then when you start getting into Willie Nelson, which I just saw on Sunday, which was great, yeah, that's um, cool. You know, and Merle. Merle Haggard, all the other guys; those were the next generation. Yeah. Now, when you're getting into Shooter and you know all the and and Waylon Son, you're I mean Waylon Son and Willie Son. That is the third generation, right?
0: Yeah. Going in, yeah. And I'm
1: I'm part of that. I'm part of that third generation. Yeah. My my dad did not survive that world. You know, he died when he was 34. Oh, wow. So, the, well, it, you know, it's it's one of those things that I. I was left a really beautiful legacy, mm-hmm. and that's the reason why, because I have that legacy that I can go ahead and push to bring back Western, is Western, you know, Western Americana rock, absolutely folk rock.
0: And I, I was listening to, uh, I had this image in my mind of what Western is, and 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 went and listened to some of the catalog of your your new record, which is kind of the point of this this conversation but i, I you know in my mind i'm thinking um uh, i guess i was thinking western swing which it clearly isn't what what is it that that distinguishes it and makes it feel western uh by your definition well, that, that's
1: a very, yeah that's a that's a very very good question a very easy question to answer now the cadence of western versus country you know is actually well we, we can talk about country now which is top Right. Uh, right. <laughs> right. Work. Not country, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's the, you know, it, you can go back in time and let, let me kind of explain. Uh, if you went back into the California sound of the Eagles, right? Jackson Brown. Yeah. You go in the other, if that, if that came out now, that would be considered much more Western than it was, you know, it's like it, it, people have categorized things according to the, the times when they were out. Right. You know, it's obvious classic rock. So Western does have a classic rock feel. It does have a a Western West Coast feel, mm-hmm. um, which it definitely does. It's you know my, it's not Appalachian, but you can hear some little influences. Actually, in my first record, there was Misty Morning, which was kind of like a a, a fatal love song. Yeah, okay. Um, but you get into like for instance, it's not a very snappy tone. People. There's the homage that people play to Western the spaghetti westerns.
0: Uh-huh. Let's just
1: talk about that. The Sergio Leon, good, bad and the ugly. Right. Um, you know, it's actually funny because my piano player, Alex Alessandrani, his father was the one who played all the guitars and was the whistle and the good and the bad and the ugly. Oh um,
0: really? Cool.
1: Yeah. So it's like he has he has a legacy as well, a phenomenal one, and he gravitated towards his the style. There's there's a tonality and mood, and that's one of the most important things, mm, Greg. There's okay. a mood created by it, a story based mood. You notice it's not a lot of quick picking as it is. It's mm-hmm. this, it's this this tonal range, and it's not trying to be this over-orchestrated North Texas feel. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. looking for the influences of Bakersfield. I'm not looking for the influences of North Texas. Certainly not looking for the the influences of Nashville.
0: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
1: you start getting into, you know, Western kind of... You know, it's interesting you brought up Western swing, which, which is pretty cool, because Western did come out of that. It was a large orchestrated uh, music genre.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, mine is... You can tell mine's a pretty orchestrated genre. It's not. It's a very thick, thick basis of, of tones on mm-hmm. there. You know, it's 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 set up for a five piece, mm-hmm. but it's it has a lot to do with the mood, the the subject matter, storytelling. Right. It has okay. a lot to do with with the feel of a little bit of that classic rock and guitar you know mm-hmm. there, there's instruments that are very mm-hmm. much based in there like if you were listening to bluegrass you'd be expecting to hear you know the mandolin right and a lot sure. of other things bring so we're staying within you know the pedal steel by the way greg Leitz uh i don't i don't know if you know who he is but he's probably one of the greatest pedal steel players hmm. that's ever been hmm, cool and he's He He was on tour with Jackson Brown. He was in town for two days. Okay, so grabbed him. Yeah, and you know he and it's his natural style. It's that's the beauty about these people. They they've lived out here. They've kind of lived that classic rock and feel like even Neil Young, you know. And that's and
0: Neil Young's player is
1: phenomenal. And that's what we're taking from, you know, we, it's it's a it's a beautiful cross-combination of a couple things, but if you were to listen to it and drive out to the desert and in the Western landscape, it would totally, you would totally understand and embrace it. Yeah. And that's what I get from most of my fans. Okay. That's really, and a lot of it is based upon the Western landscape and yeah. those thoughts and that solitude. Th-
0: thus that the name solitude. of the album, California. It, <laughs>
1: Exactly. Yeah. it was. It, it's autobiographical. It yeah. is it is about my journey. I did. I did go from New York to Nashville, out to LA. I just happened to do it in a plane. Right. It's going back hundred <laughs> years, and it's on a train. Right. Right.
0: You know? So, is, is this um, is this a newer approach for you, or has this been the theme of your music all along for your career?
1: Well, you know, another great question. Um, and you know, Greg, it's I wrote late night radio when I was twenty three.
0: Wow, okay. I was just
1: out of college. And and it's one of those things that stuck with me. I remember writing it and just I was my one room apartment in in Richmond, Virginia. And I was like, God, I, I I always tried writing rock. And, you know, and, and kind of being that progressive style, like you, you went through different phases and you're sure. listening, you know, yeah, yeah. So, as, and, and, and during the, you know, during the 80s and 90s, we were bombarded with a lot of great music. Oh, right. Now. Yeah. Yeah. You one gotta, of the best eras, actually, and, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. And you, and you look at that and you try to decipher that. And I went and I, and this was my natural style and it came so easily to me. It, it really did, and I was like, "This can't be good," because this is the stuff I want to play over here. So I ignored, uh-huh. and I was writing. I wrote some really cool rock songs and yeah. things, but I kept running myself into a corner. <laughs> and then finally, finally, I just threw out everything I did. I was like, "Okay," I'm, because I was I was working in Hollywood. You know, you probably read about my music video world. Yeah, right. Yeah, I wanted,
0: I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah.
1: yeah. So what happened? Was well, that was my ability to stay close to music. What mm-hmm. happened was I I realized back then that my music probably would have taken, not have taken. Remember, Americana, for most practical purposes, is only four years old in people's minds. Right, right, now. Yeah. And and and, and, and they, you know it's like it's been a you you get it, You've, you've seen it and watched it sure. coming to the air. About ten percent of Americana might qualify for being on the the western genre okay uh you know but also but also you take a look at richard ashcroft from the verge if you go in towards some of richard's new songs you'd be going like he's got a western flair happening yeah there. yeah okay and and you know it's and you even the western flair from the Yardbirds, Heartful heart full of soul is a western riff going mm. right into
0: mm-hmm, it mm-hmm.
1: you know the, so the influence of western has been you know actually has been spread throughout many different genres of music but getting getting to the point of i this is my natural style i i and i want to talk about the guitar i play too and this will this will kind of be a prelude to this my dad when he died his most prized position was his 55 martins
0: wow
1: and I, I inherited that's my hmm. guitar, but I, for me it was kind of a shrine yeah. because I didn't really play it. Was the only thing I had from him, yeah. and you know, I was I had my guitars, I had other a lot of other ones, and I was like, you know, I really, I when I threw everything out, I said, I just really wanted to just embrace what was coming to me, my natural style, mm-hmm. instead of just playing music. I was composing, and I pulled out that guitar. And the tones on it and everything, something strange happened where all of these images started emerging. Hmm. And when I write, I would write a kind of skeletal structure of a song. And I I said, well, you know, you walk away from it, and then you start letting the lyrics and other things start taking over the melodies, and you write according to those melodies, Everybody has a different approach of writing. You know, the Beatles, for God's sake, yeah. they write the music, the lyrics, and sometimes you have to separate yourself from it, and sometimes you don't, where the where the lyrics just come right away. Yeah, I. Uh, you learn improv, and that's what I I creatively did. I just kind of just went for it, and then let stuff resonate, and I embraced my natural style, and it just kept coming, and it still comes. It, hmm. it just keeps coming. Hmm. Hmm. And and what I write about when I play this Martin and I write on it, it's my primary writing guitar. Okay, I look for those tones and I look for those things that just start engaging, that resonate in me, and then these pictures start emerging, and I write about those pictures.
0: Hmm. And so the, the lyrics the...
1: come from those, like a movie, like a music video. Sure, literally yeah. it plays out.
0: I, I would assume your experience in video probably enhances that ability to be able to see that imagery when you're putting those songs together.
1: It, it, it does. And one of, the, one of the really cool things about working, when, when Mark Romantic and I were working together, collaborating on all these music videos, you know, I was, I was more of a visualist. But for me, it was it was great because I got to be close to music and the really great tracks. But you find out in those music videos we did that there's very they live in harmony. The visuals and the song live in harmony, and mm. they're just this beautiful piece together. That's why they work so well.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And then, and then then you but then again you kind of get into the extremes of just you know just kind of going in a different direction. My very last music video was Shania Twain's "I'm Gonna Get You Good." I wrote that. Mm, cool and. Uh, the, the director came to me and it's like you know I kind of have this base idea and it w- really wasn't that thick and I was like okay well let, let's get down to the fundamental basis let's, it was kind of like my my leaving the music video world by doing probably one of the biggest anti videos had <laughs> nothing to do with the song yeah. it was you know it, it was going into this futuristic world <laughs> and made it a video game you know she wanted to capture the younger audience
0: right And okay.
1: that that's exactly what it did. It won the CMT Flameworthy Award it yeah. won Canadian everything.
0: Wow, that's
1: and, cool. Uh, so that was, you know, that was one of those things that, again, but it, it paired well with the music, you know, at the, at the end of the day. Yeah. And so that that's, as far as, you know, how the... The visuals, if you listen to the stories in the track, they pair exceedingly well with the music. And you're right, it does play out like a music video. I think it it, it, it has that enhanced value.
0: So the, the record is called California, and, and you are presently on tour or getting ready to go? How, how will you present that to your listeners?
1: Well, it's, it's interesting. That's that's a really uh, that's a loaded question guys. okay <laughs> <laughs> I have I have um, I have played out I, I had a concert literally uh, two weeks ago okay very um, beautiful intimate one and just seeing how things are and, and working out any kinks as you should uh, it went beautifully. I think that I took a step back and I said, well, you know, I'm not going to play bars. I'm not going to go into that world. I I like things that are more proper, proper concert. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of bands get stuck into that mode. I said, well, what experience can I do that is going to be really unique to myself and what I'm doing and to my fans? And I have, like, remember I talked about, I have this huge archive mm-hmm. of photographs, 30s, 40s, 50s. So what I'm going to do is we're calling it the gallery tour. And I'm, I'm in the process of going through hundreds and hundreds of ectochrome slides and photographs from that time. And I'm going to be doing gallery performances where I will be playing in a gallery with these pictures
0: oh, cool.
1: on display. Yeah. And they will, be for, they will be for sale as well. You know, this is the whole thing of really, I'm, I'm committing a great deal of time and effort and money. Yeah, to the expansion of this Western genre. Okay, and it it's to be inclusive because when you go when you go play a lot of venues, it's like okay, you're in, either people are at <laughs> at the bar having a good time, nothing to matter with that, or they're there to hear kind of a mixture of both. Hopefully, people are are attentive, mm-hmm. which most are. Mm-hmm. And but it, but it comes down to really giving the experience when people walk. Through that door, that they are experienced the whole, the whole world of what I'm, what I'm, you know, bringing forth and talking about. Yeah. And I don't see anybody really doing that. I mean, some no. performance artists have done but Some people have done like you know videos and, and kind of things that coincide with that. I have a bigger story. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to be, you know, I I love it. I mean, I I look at this stuff and I'm excited about it. And if you're excited about it, then you know other people get excited about it of when course. they're introduced to it.
0: Yeah, and and with the with the tone of quote country music, changing, it's it's almost like it's leaving the door open for uh, for what's authentic to kind of move in and and or move back in and kind of take its rightful place back where it started from. Which kind of feels like what what I hear you saying that that you're That's attempting exactly to do right. with this.
1: You, you you nailed it. You freaking nailed it on that comment. Yeah, absolutely. That yeah. was that was a very well put. Yeah, and cool. I I am. You, know, it, you have to you have to embrace it. And you know, there's a history here. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like the same thing of like analog. You know, all of a sudden, of course, vinyl's hot. All of that, <laughs> right? Sure, <laughs> but sure. It's like that, we all we all had our massive collections on it. But I also had my grandparents' collections. I've had you know all I even had. My, I, I'm the youngest of a, a kind of a Brady bunch marriage mm-hmm. and yeah. so when I when I was uh, really young I, my brother was was like the jam master on the submarine <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, uh, cool. yeah ball. And, and, and so I'm this young young kid I'm, I'm not even six years old and he comes on me and hands me a sony cassette player which was incredible right. detachable speakers every this is the tail end of tail end of vietnam
0: okay and wow.
1: you know this, so this is this is you know this is kind of almost whatever mid you know early mid 70s uh-huh. in that uh-huh. area and hands me every imaginable import everything you could possibly imagine wow. and i just got there for i think ever since that point I mean I, I always loved the Beatles I loved everything else but just to have that yeah. and just to bake on it was incredible wow. but also you know with my grandparents growing up listening to Porter Wagner
0: listening
1: yep. to Johnny <laughs> Cash listening to the car you know there there's that whole influx of what became classic rock the influence of the country the yeah. influence of moving to Virginia and you're right it's it's basically it's all this inclusive thing but also where where people have kind of i wouldn't say people move have moved it on you know it was the record companies that killed the genre of western
0: oh right sure
1: and and you know they they basically just weren't seeing any sales in it and i'm i'm toting the flag that had western continued and we skipped the needle forward 50 years here's where it would be
0: Mm -hmm. cool so when does this start for you? When 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 will people be able to have an opportunity to experience this?
1: Uh, we're looking. We're looking more in July. Okay. Uh, we're going to have a few small small shows in June. Um, what that's doing is just kind of. It, I have. I have a lot of kind of people to appease right now, if you might call it mm-hmm. that, as I'm working on it, because there's a lot of people that want shows, and I have to gear up for that, because
0: mm-hmm.
1: even getting the, getting the photos ready, getting all of those things in the venues set up, yeah, uh, yeah. the tour, is, you know, it's a, it's a chess game. And the last thing you want to be doing in that chess game is just ping pong it from market to market. Sure. You want to make it as smooth as possible. Yeah. So what we're going to concentrate on is the West Coast, for starters, you know, just working, working California on the radius of LA, and then moving north. And actually, Virginia, Virginia is probably going to get a concert sooner than most East Coast places. Cool. Because I have, obviously yeah. I have so many I have so many friends in Virginia and fans, and it's uh, because we've also marketed to that to that area, yeah. in North Carolina, Raleigh, Raleigh parts. There's a lot of people that really get it. Um, even through Tidewater. So, you know, I'm looking at a Roanoke and a Richmond show and probably down in Raleigh. Yeah. And it's that's cool. that's, that court in, in Asheville, you know, it's like kind of keeping that circle. So yeah. what yeah. I'm doing is kind of setting up a circle area and keeping that consistent. You know, I have I have some radio interviews I have to do, one's in Columbia, that's going to happen in the fall. And, you know, it's some some things are pretty far out, uh, but they'll be here quickly Yeah, because, you know... And so there'll be, there'll be a time when I have that and, and be able to make sure that everybody has a good heads up.
0: Yeah, well, I will certainly I, I will keep my eyes out. I'll be excited, and uh, that sounds like a neat show to experience uh, more than just listen to. So I, I look forward to, to being able to do that and enjoy that with you. It sounds fun.